In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. We are live in Athens at the University of Georgia. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your Tuesday is off to a great start. And uh, heads up, there was a truck overturned on 85 North coming up today from uh, the coming area, trying to get up to Jefferson and make my way eastbound over to Athens. Blue just arriving on the scene. Road Dog was set up and ready to go with that front row parking spot. I'll tell you, between you and Hudson Mason, it is hard to tell who's, who gets the better parking pass with you guys. I'm across campus, I believe, near the downtown area. I had to hoof it to get over here, brother. But we are ready to go. We got Derek Thomas and Sean Nerney back at the studio. What's going on, guys? Bucks. Big. Take. Yeah, the big take today. Hasta la vista, Freddie Freeman. And thanks for the ride. Freddie, you left us with a World Series title, and that is so appreciated. You just don't know how much that means to Braves country out there, and we want to thank you for that. Now, apparently the negotiation involves some hurt feelings and some drama between Freddie Freeman and the Atlanta Braves. Reportedly, Alex Anthopoulos did not alert Freddie Freeman or his agent that the Braves were pulling the trigger on the Matt Olson deal. Surprise, surprise. And it sounds like Freeman had his feelings hurt that the Braves just simply refused to go six years on the contract extension offer after all that he's done for the Atlanta Braves organization. And now the Braves have kicked him to the curb and by the way, the Braves are getting some rave reviews out there nationally on this trade for Matt Olson to replace Freddie Freeman at first base. Locally here, though, I, I see where some of the media is saying this is a public relations disaster, the Braves losing Freeman. Olson is set to be paid $12 million this year, which leaves room for Anthopolis to sign Jorge Soler to a contract. And maybe add some quality pitching to the Braves, both in the rotation and in the bullpen. I'll tell you what, I wish Freddie the very best at his next stop. But I must admit, this Olsen deal might end up being a steal. Nothing personal, Freddie. Remember now, they always say it. You always hear it. It's just business. And there's your big take today. Meanwhile, Freddie is uh, hanging out there uh, wondering what the heck's going on, I'm sure, because the, uh, the L.A. Dodgers, man, they've been laying low, really laying low in this whole deal. Uh, talk about Anthopolis not letting the cat out of the bag. I'd say the Dodgers are doing a pretty good job of that, too. But let me just say this right now, that if Freddie Freeman does not sign with the L.A. Dodgers today or tomorrow, 
then Baloo will make the trip up to New York, and I'll jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. That's how sure I am that Freddie Freeman will sign with the L.A. Dodgers. Now, Road Dogg's a big New York Yankees fan, and I'm sure he's hoping that Freddie Freeman will end up in pinstripes, right, Road Dog? I think he would look good over there at first base in those pinstripes or well, at DH. L- let me just say, if he's getting his feelings hurt because of the Braves negotiations, I'm not so sure he's ready for the Big Apple. It is a different mindset to play up there due to uh, the circumstances that you have to deal with, no I doubt. Mean, you got to be tough to play up in New York, brother. I think L.A.'s the place. In fact, the... The hint, the uh, reading the tea leaves for me today with Freddie Freeman, I uh, saw on social media last night where Freddie's lovely wife is coming out with a clothing line, and she put a little photograph out on social media, and I could tell if you look very closely at the photograph and look behind Freddie's wife, you can see over her shoulder, you can see the scoreboard at Dodger Stadium. Chavez Ravine. Reading the tea leaves. Looks like Freddie will indeed end up with the L.A. Dodgers. Even their players yesterday were, you know, just playing around with this. Uh, The media was all over them, obviously. I thought I saw where Kershaw was saying that, well, yeah, Freddie Freeman's out there for us now. You had the manager for the Dodgers saying, well, yeah, we... uh, uh, we'd we'd love to add Freddie to this lineup. I mean, did Stan, did Stan Caston lay down the law to everybody? Hey, don't be blowing this thing for us now. Just keep your mouth shut. When they ask you about it, say nothing. You know nothing. To me, it looks like the Dodgers and the Yankees, the only ones really capable of cutting that check, $30 million plus a year, six. Six-year contract extension leading him up to be 38, 39 years old at the end of the contract. Dodgers and Yankees, the only organizations I'm aware of that are capable of cutting that big check. Well, John Hamer was just reporting today that the Red Sox are starting to get into the oh. mix, too. So that is another organization that, that can cut a big check. Yeah, they, they've got deep pockets there with the Red Sox. That's My Sox! That's what I don't understand about the Tampa Bay discussion. They, they're they not known for cutting those big checks like that. <laughs> Come so it's on, almost, man. Nobody's buying that. Yeah, I agree. It's comical when you hear that about I Tampa Bay. I mean, their Bay. check would bounce if they cut a big check like that. And then the idea that, well, you know, he's his mom and dad are Canadians. Look out. He could end up with the Blue Jays playing in Toronto. Come on. I'm not buying that one either. You got the Dodgers. With the, they're laying in the weeds is what they're doing. We'll have more on this whole uh, ordeal coming up a little later in the show. I'm going to allow you to meet Matt Olson at 1020 today. No, no, he's on Nick and Chris after our show ends. I'm just going to talk about Matt Olson a little later in the show. Right now, though, I want to talk about Stetson Bennett. We, uh, we're live here at UGA, live in Athens, getting ready for the Coach Kirby Smart spring football press conference coming up at noon. Then after that, uh, Road Dogs will line me up. I'm going to sit down and talk with some of these Bulldog players. You're going to hear some of that on tomorrow's show. And I can't wait to sit down with Stetson Bennett and talk about that great college football playoff run that he had took down Michigan, down in Miami, then 
slayed the dragon in Alabama in that national championship game. I can't wait to sit down with my man, the mailman, Stetson Bennett. Uh, Buck, I got some bad news. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to you before the show, but Stetson's not going to be one of the players available today. What? They are not making him available. I'm not sure if he has a shift at Canes. He's having to work before practice he today. He might be counting his money. He might be counting the money, but he is uh, he is not one of the four players being made available to the media today. That's outrageous. And Road Dog is well-connected as you are over here at UGA. I'm surprised you weren't able to pull this off today. I mean, here I was. I took a plane, a train, and an automobile to get here today. And you're telling me Stetson Bennett's not available. Yeah, sorry about that. What a letdown. Stetson Bennett will be participating in spring football practice. That gets underway later today also. And Stetson got three things that Stetson Bennett should be focused on in the spring football practice. Uh, Number one, Stetson Bennett is now the Number one leader on this football team. Now, he's about 24 years old, isn't he? I mean, he's a grown man at this point in time. And he's been around a handful of years. Stetson Bennett, everybody in that locker room, that locker room, by the way, I mean, is there a better locker room in college football than the one these guys dress out in? Everybody in that locker room looks over at Stetson Bennett, and they say, in their mind, they say, Stetson Bennett, there's our team captain. There's our leader. So to me, what that means during spring football practice, not that I'm an expert because I was playing baseball instead of going through spring football practice, but experience tells me that Stetson Bennett will be able to help really two primary areas uh, being the leader and the captain of this team. Number one, He's going to help teach is what he's going to do. I mean, really, he's sort of an assistant coach right now. Where he is, uh, as far as his uh, career goes, he knows his mind can offense like the back of his hand. You got some new guys that are getting, getting more reps on the offensive side. Look for Stetson to help teach these guys he's going to be handing the ball to, throwing the ball to, hoping that they're uh, blocking for him in the passing game. Stetson Bennett this spring will be a another assistant coach. He'll be a teacher. And then the other thing is he's going to be an encourager. And I think to me, you don't hear it spoken a lot, but I'm totally a believer that if you're going to help lead a football team, one of the things you do the most is encourage the other guys. Come on, man, pick it up. You can do better than that. Come on, man, we need you to make that catch. We know you can do it. Now, I'm going to throw that ball to you again. I want you to catch it this next time. Come on, you got it in you. Come on, don't let that man beat you up like that. We need you to win that battle. Encourage the other players. All right, number two for Stetson Bennett, the focus this spring. Number two, he gets to rep with some of these new guys that they're going to be incorporating into the offense. So establish some confidence and chemistry with guys like an Arik Gilbert who probably needs this spring more than anybody else on this football team. Whether he's an X-wide receiver or a glorified tight end, he's a big receiver is what he is. He's been out of the game for a year now. Got to get him back involved if he's going to be a difference maker come late summer into the fall. 
So confidence and chemistry, repping it with Arik Gilbert and a guy like Arian Smith, who uh, is a real playmaker and could be a difference maker in this offense. That's just two examples of what Stetson should be focused on. Anytime Arik Gilbert's at the front of the line and they're working on the passing game, Stetson needs to be there getting him the football. Then number three, what Stetson can work on here during spring football practice is work on your weaknesses. And you're probably saying, weaknesses? Come on, Stetson Bennett, the mailman, he doesn't have any weaknesses. Well, he can get better. And I would think that would be in the pocket, throwing the ball short to intermediate in the middle of the field, between the hash marks. Now, he's a little undersized, has trouble seeing, more comfortable going outside the numbers, throwing it down the field, whereas a quarterback, your vision is much clearer. You start working the middle of the field, gets a little crowded in there, uh, indecision creeps in. So work on your weaknesses, and I believe Stetson's strong everywhere. He's a great scrambler, make plays with his legs. He's managing the game uh, as well as any quarterback in the SEC, uh, outside the pocket, uh, throwing the ball down the field, outside by the numbers. He does that extremely well. Work on your weaknesses in the pocket, working short to intermediate in the middle of the field. And, and those are the three things I believe that Stetson Bennett should be focused on this spring. And that came from the interview notes that I had. Unfortunately, Stetson won't be able to join us today. All right, time for the uh, Buck Blue Show headline. Uh, did you see the Hawks last night? They got back to 500. They're now 34 and 34. First time since mid-December, our Atlanta Hawks have been at the 500 mark. They were 14 and 14 on December the 15th, and then they lost 11 out of 15 games. Finally, they've climbed back to 500. And it is encouraging. I know I gave up on them last week, but it's encouraging. They've won three in a row. But let me point out three bad basketball teams they beat. 14 games remaining at Charlotte tomorrow night. Need to beat Charlotte. They are the 10 seed. We're the 9 seed. They're a half game back of us. And the headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Grease Monkey Auto. Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. All right, coming up next, you get a chance to meet Matt Olson. Stick around on Nick and Chris. You'll get to hear from Matt Olson. I'll talk about him next. Blue Show, live in Athens at the University of Georgia, getting ready for Kirby Smart. His press conference coming up at noon today. You're listening to The Fan, 680 and 93.7. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. 
have in a short amount of time. Game starting Friday. Um, you know, first base has been something we've been you know, wanting to settle, and it felt like it needed to be the first domino for our offseason because we have other things to do. So, um, you know, I know every team's going through the same thing, trying to build their team. So, um, tough, tough trade to make, really. Um, when you're trading that much talent, it was really tough. But, um, you know, excited about Matt joining the club. was Alex Anthopoulos yesterday getting a little emotional was it about not re-upping with Freddie or cutting loose Langeliers that catching prospect I wonder about that it's the Buck Blue Show live in Athens today we're at the University of Georgia the Butts Mayor building getting ready for the Coach Kirby Smart Spring Football Press Conference coming up at noon and you are listening to The Fan, 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that mobile app. And that is uh, driven by Beaver Toyota. Stay connected to all the latest news, your favorite fan shows on The Fan app, driven by Beaver Direct. The fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com to see what wow really means you can download the fan app now on the iTunes and Google Play Store. And if you're listening on a smart speaker, hey, you're really smart, and that is brought to you by South Point Financial Services, the mortgage professionals. Visit those guys at spfs.com. You can listen to the fan on Amazon Echo, Google Nest, Apple HomePod, and more. Just say, hey, Alexa, play 680 the Fan, our 10 o'clock hour, brought to you by the Haug Law Group. <sighs> I believe we got it all in, Ernie. Believe we got it all in. What do you say we chop it up? Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. Yeah, let's meet Matt Olson, the Braves' new first baseman. Well, you'll be able to hear him on Nick and Chris. They've got him coming up on their show a little later today on 680 The Fan. But saw a lot of the national media giving the Braves an A grade. That's right, an A. Something we all want our kids to make at school. Come on, Rhett, you can do it. Matt Olson, an A grade for Alex Anthopoulos and the Atlanta Braves. Now, why is that? Let me try to explain that to you. I know some of you believing, like one of our writers in town, that this is a public relations disaster that Freddie Freeman has left the team. But consider some of these things. Matt Olson, very similar to Freddie Freeman. Tall, left-handed hitter that's got some pop, hits bombs, drives in runs, and I'll tell you what I really like about Matt Olson, like Freddie Freeman, is that he can hit left-handed pitching. In fact, watching the MLB Network last night, and I saw that they had this uh, graphic they put up that really got my attention. Matt Olson set an all-time Major League Baseball record last season. And do you know what that was? Home runs off left-handed pitching. The most in MLB history in one season. He had 22 home runs against left-handed pitching. So we'll feel good about that. Uh, he can hit bombs just like Freeman. He plays a gold glove caliber first base. 
Very similar to Freddie Freeman. He likes to play every day, just like Freddie Freeman. Now, the one thing he won't be able to do like Freddie Freeman is lead the baseball team this year. Look, it's really tough when you show up, you're introducing yourself like he did, I believe, today or yesterday. Hey, everybody. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Matt Olson. I mean, it's tough to lead under those circumstances. You got to get to know people. They got to get comfortable with you. You walk in and start trying to lead everybody day one, they're going to say, this dude's crazy, man. So Matt Olson will not be able to lead the ball club like Freddie Freeman, but he will be able to hit second or third in the lineup like Freddie and play a really good first base and play pretty much every day. So I am looking forward to seeing the, the Braves plug and play him for a minimum of two seasons is what we'll get out of him. Hopefully the Braves will find a way to re-sign or sign him to a multi-year contract sooner rather than later. I mean, this Freddie Freeman thing got away from us a little bit. So Matt Olson right now at $12 million this season will allow Alex Anthopoulos to go out and maybe re-sign Solaire. Plug and play Solaire in that lineup. That'd make it a little bit better. Maybe find a veteran starter that can help in the rotation. Maybe get some more relief help where you're building quality depth down in the bullpen. But a public relations disaster losing Freddie Freeman, I just don't see it like that. And I totally appreciated everything Freddie Freeman did for this organization. I mean, he was there when we were lousy. And he was showing up every day. And he was, he was playing tough. And he became the leader of this organization, the face of the organization. And he gave us 11 years of the best years of his life. And now he's looking for a five- or six-year contract paying him $30 million a year. So the Braves didn't go there. So be it. They Anthopoulos did a marvelous job of stepping in and getting this deal done with Olsen quickly. And this was the word on the street weeks ago that if Freeman elected to turn down the Braves' offer and go play for the L.A. Dodgers or somebody else, that Alex Anthopoulos and the Braves were going to move quickly to replace Freddie Freeman. And they already knew who the target was. It was Matt Olson. And they already knew they were going to have to cut loose a boatload of quality prospects like Christian Pache, Shaylen Jaleers, Ryan Cusack, and Joey Estes. Pache, the number one prospect for the Braves. Langeliers, the number two prospect for the Atlanta Braves. Cusick, number six prospect for the Atlanta Braves. Estes, number 14 prospect for the Atlanta Braves. The A's got him a boatload for Matt Olson. And we are loving giving him up. Uh, Anthopolis may have been tearing up, but I think everybody out in Braves country were thrilled with the job Anthopolis did getting Matt Olson in here. So plug and play for at least two years. Turn the page. Be thankful for what Freddie Freeman provided this organization. You wish him well in Los Angeles. I'm assuming he's going there. And you give him a standing ovation the first time he comes back to Truist Park. And then you go on about your business after that. And there we go. That's us chopping it up today. Remember now, Olsen coming up with Nick and Chris on their show following this one.
So, yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff Schultz, I believe, the one writing about uh, this being a PR disaster. I just don't feel it that way. I just, uh, maybe I'm hanging out at the wrong places. I'm not uh, feeling the full impact that uh, maybe some other people around town are feeling about this being a public relations disaster. Just doesn't seem that way. And it's because we've already filled the void by Matt Olson. You know, there was one time a, a few years back when I was at Georgia and we were out at football practice, and the word was, it, it got around quickly that day, that the great James Brown was coming out to practice that day. James Brown, baby. The godfather of soul. And everybody was excited about that. Well, sure enough, during practice, I looked, and coming through the gate was James Brown with two or three of his handlers. One, and he two, came out. <laughs> JB started watching practice. Get on up. Get on up. I was telling Lindsey Scott, man, you better you better catch that deep ball because James Brown is, is counting on you to look good, brother. And then when practice ended, Coach Dooley introduced James Brown to the group and then got on to the business at hand. And when he broke it, broke it up, James Brown searched me up and he and his handlers came walking over in my direction, and I was saying, gosh, what's J.B. want? I'm going to tell him I'm a big fan. And that's what I did. J.B. came over, and I said, uh, Mr. Brown, it is such an honor to meet you, and I am one of your biggest fans. And he was looking at me like, well, you, you're not the typical James Brown fan, looking fan. But I, I assured him I had all of his records, man. I loved all of his songs, especially that Dooley's Junkyard Dogs. Anyway, so James Brown, we uh, get through with the pleasantries and uh, the hugging and the handshaking. And he says, uh, he says, Blue, you got to get some Piara. And I was saying, what now? What did he say? Uh, what was that, Mr. Brown? You got to get some Piara. And I was thinking, Piara? What's Piara? And I said, oh, I know what you do. You're talking about public relations. And he said, yeah, he says, Herschel's getting all that Piara. you got to find a way to get you some of that Piara. And I shook hands with James Brown, and he left, and that was the last I saw of him in person. But what a thrill that was, hanging out with J.B., I'll tell you what's another thrill is right now we've got a college football top five, brother. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's top five. All right, Buck. What you got for me today? We're, we're looking around spring ball, around uh, the south, the deep south, as you would say, Buck. Yeah, man, it's heating up. We're going to have all kind of content over the next few weeks with spring football going on. We are getting close. Well, we'll start in Auburn, out in the plains. Is T.J. Finley Auburn's top quarterback? <laughs> uh, well, they got about 10 of them over there competing. That's what I hear. I mean, my God, I don't know how you share that many reps with that many quarterbacks to get a good, good enough look at all of them. T.J. Finley, I saw, was first in line. They they had a practice, uh, well, their first practice on Monday, I believe it was. And T.J. Finley was the first one to get snaps with the number one offense. But I'm going to tell you, for T.J. Finley to secure the Auburn Tigers quarterback job, 
he's got he's got to get better at two things. He's got to get more accurate with the football. Not accurate enough. Too many incompletions. Bogs down the offense. Number two, T.J. Finley's got to learn how to throw the ball with a little touch. Throw a catchable ball. I mean, let's reflect back to that bowl game that Auburn played in. And remember at the end of the game, they were losing, and they had the ball, and time was running out, and it was now or never, and T.J. Finley had to deliver. And there were two plays in that final drive for Auburn where he was throwing a little check down route, an arrow route. I believe it was to a running back, maybe a tight end, slot receiver. But it looked like Finley was trying to throw that thing 100 miles an hour. He's got to learn how to throw it with a little touch and be more accurate. If he can do those two things in spring, he can take control of this offense and be the quarterback this coming year. If he doesn't, one of those other four quarterbacks is going to get the job. All right, Buck, well, let's open, open it up to all of the SEC as we head into 2022. Who do you think is the SEC's most overrated player? Overrated? Overrated. Too much hype. I'm going to go Spencer Rattler, the quarterback at South mm, Carolina. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people, they think he would, he's going to be like a top five pick in the NFL draft coming up. Do they not realize that because of his incompetence at it, OU, at Norman, Oklahoma, that he got benched and then he hit the transfer market. And I don't think any of those players are missing him out there at Oklahoma either. I mean, he's got some proving to do in Columbia for Coach Beamer. Right now, I would say Spencer Rattler is the most overrated player in the SEC. All right, well, let's switch to the defensive side and maybe kind of flip it around. What defender maybe we don't know about that's about to blow up in the SEC? Uh, I believe that the most, uh, the player that's going to blow up. The player that's going to blow up in a big, big way this season plays for the Georgia Bulldogs. And I'm talking about Jalen Carter. Yeah. The interior defensive lineman. I mean, he reminds me of Warren Sapp who back in the day was a tear. I mean, he was he was the old-time Aaron Donald. So let me just say that Jalen Carter reminds me of Aaron Donald. And this, this guy is going to be a tear in there, whether it's the three technique where he's getting after these guards, uh, whooping the center. I mean, he can play all across that defensive line. But the key for him, though, is going to be some of these other defensive linemen showing that they're capable of playing at the SEC level because otherwise they're going to be five guys blocking Jalen Carter and they'll let the other two or three guys come free. Jalen Carter looks like to me a guy that's about to blow up big time for the Georgia Bulldogs. Big number 88. Like the sound of that, Buck. Going to blow up. All right, so now we are in the offseason. We kind of got to find things to talk about we're talking about sec football what are have you heard any crazy things in the offseason talk surrounding the sec dt do you know i was listening to sports talk radio a couple days ago and i know you're always reading the tea leaves so well yeah you got to hear the radio first before you (laughs) read the tea leaves and and there was one of these local shows and and i won't name any names Uh there's one of these local shows there was actually one of the show hosts 
said that he was hearing. Now, I don't know what circles he's hanging out in, but Almas drove out off the road. When I heard this show host say that Anthony Richardson, the quarterback for Florida, one of the quarterbacks for Florida, the Gators, was going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft. Ooh. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? What is that based on? I certainly didn't see that last season. I mean, he may look like one of the all-time great quarterbacks, but he certainly hadn't played like it. Come on, Anthony Richardson, a top five pick in the NFL draft. you got to be kidding me. Come on, Who's man. this guy been hanging out with? All right, Buck, well, let's bring it back to Georgia as we close out the top five. If you're able to get into practice today and maybe watch a little, I don't know how that's going with the media availability and whatnot. Yeah, they're would, not allowed in. Uh, okay, well, then, if you could, who would you be watching? Uh, Arik Gilbert. That's who I'd be watching. He's got a chance to be a real impact player for the strength of the Georgia team, and that's going to be the offense. Stetson Bennett, he's already got Brock Bowers as a go-to guy. And I hope they let Brock just chill during the spring. I mean, we, he don't need to get hit this spring, all right? Just let him chill and rep Arik Gilbert as much as possible, trying to get some chemistry with Stetson Bennett. So you got Brock Bowers on one side, and then when the games show up uh, early in the fall, you got Arik Gilbert on the other side of the ball. And then you got Arian Smith in the middle. Are you kidding me? That sounds dangerous. I, I need to get a, a good long look at Arik Gilbert. That'd be the guy I'd go watch today if I was allowed out there. Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Yes, sir, Arik Gilbert. He needs to rep it big time this spring so he can get some piara when the season shows up. Believe uh, Road Dog is time for that Bulldog Roundtable. You ready? The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, first on like 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, How Glogwood, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Yeah, time for the Bulldog Roundtable today. And I wanted to talk about three position groups for this football team that there's going to be some real competition going on during spring football practice. So you've got an opportunity to earn, impress the coaching staff and your teammates and earn a shot at playing time. Now, what do you mean earn a shot at playing time? Wouldn't you earn playing time? Well, no, spring football practice, what, what spring is, is you're able to come out and, and impress the coaches and the other players with the performance and practice. But that doesn't guarantee you playing time come season because you got to come back at the end of the summer and you got to do it again. But at least you're on the dry erase board. You're able to show out during spring football practice. So three areas, three position groups, Road Dog, that there's going to be some big-time competition at. Let's start with the offensive line. Stetson Bennett needs to be protected. Kendall Milton, Kenny McIntosh, they want some holes to run through this season. 
Now, the two offensive tackles and the center spot, those are taken care of. I mean, you got Broderick Jones at left tackle. Looks like he'll be the next star. You got uh, McClendon over there at right tackle. You got Van Pran in the middle at the center as a returning starter. So who are the two guards going to be? Man, they Stacy Searles, a new offensive line coach, has got a lot of work to get done to figure out who the the two best guards are. Now Tate Ratledge won the right offensive guard starting last season with that mullet that he had. You know, Rhett, my youngest son, was telling me he wanted to get a mullet yesterday. I took him to get a haircut. And I said, you come home with one of those, your mom's going to be upset. But Tate Ratledge won the right, right guard spot, broke his foot right before the season started. Well, was it the first game? Mm-hmm. Early in the season. Yeah, I mean, broke his foot, and he was done for the year. So I'm not sure where he is in his rehab. They don't really allow that information to get out anymore. But I'm thinking it's been long enough to where he is healed up. You would think so. And he's going to get a chance to get out there this spring. So I would think he's in contention to be a starter at one of the offensive guard spots. Then you've got Warren Erickson, who we may or may not sit down with today. Now, he is a guy that can play center and offensive guard. Really like his versatility. And so he's a guy that's going to be taken seriously at one of the offensive guard spots. Then you got a, a, a couple of veterans, uh, Xavier Truss, big dude, still trying. He's knocking on the door. He's still trying to get some playing time. Devin Willock, or is it Willock? Willock, I believe it is. So there's two veterans right there. And then you got the young guys. Now, you know, I mentioned the guy I'd go take a look at if I was going out to practice today would be Arik Gilbert, the receiver. The second guy I'd go look at is Amarius Mims. Mountain of a guy. All right, big-time recruit on the offensive line, recruited to be an offensive tackle. I'm wondering if Searles is going to take a look at him at offensive guard because you've heard these offensive uh, line coaches, Road Dog. You've been around these guys long enough to hear them say, "We're gonna, we're gonna search out for the five best guys, and we're gonna put the five best guys on the field on the offensive line." So you may have shown up a, an offensive tackle. Doesn't mean you you can't play offensive guard. And I, I would love to see where Mims at is at in his progression here at Georgia. Then you got some other young guys, Mike Amaris. You got Dylan Fairchild, the former heavyweight wrestler wrestling champ at West Forsyth High. Got him year number two. You got Jared Wilson. There's some young guys right there. So we're talking about Stacey Searles, three, six. You got eight guys that I'm assuming he's going to be looking at to take over these two offensive guard spots. You got to assume, kind of like you said, Tate Ratledge would probably be the lead for one of those spots. He had it last season. He just got injured and put him on the shelf. So if you slot him into one of those, you really only have to fill one, in my opinion. Uh, And then you got uh, Erickson, like you said, who we're going to sit down with today. That's probably a sign that he's high up on their board when he's being brought out to to the media to talk. Uh, and, and I agree. I think Mims is good. I, but um, and, and an interesting – and you know what they love on the offensive line? Versatility to where you can slide around the slots when you're needed uh, at different ones. And Stacey Searles is going to uh, get a chance uh, starting today to really see what he's got. All right. Uh, cornerback's the other one. The cornerback opposite Keely Ringo, the uh, star, that highlight real play that we're all going to remember beating Alabama in the national championship game. The pick six, baby, with Keeley Ringo. All right, who's the cornerback opposite Keeley? You got any inside information? I do not. 
All right, so you got Kamari Lasseter, a uh, second-year player. You got Nyland Green, second-year player. And word on the street is Lasseter performed a little bit better in year number one than Green. We'll see where they are during spring practice. And then you got this early enrollee freshman, a five-star dude, Dalen Everett, which they'll get to rep him and take a look at him. So Kirby Smart, he's not impressed with Lasseter, Green, or Everett. You might see Kirby hitting that transfer portal at the end of spring football practice, which he's done before for that position exactly. So yeah. he's, he knows what he knows how to hit that portal for that position definitely. All right, the other area of competition will be inside linebacker. Nakobe Dean gone, Quay Walker gone, Channing Tindall gone. Now we got some guys off the edge: Nolan Smith, uh, Robert Beal. You got some dudes that have played some football on the outside, but inside linebacker. You got Smile Mondin, second-year player. Where is he at in his progression? Xavier Sori, second-year player. Had a chance to spend a year in the program, get bigger, stronger, faster, become comfortable in the scheme, get to know the teammates. That's where Mondin and Sori and Jamon Dumas-Johnson, some feel like will be better than Sori or Mondin. But uh, he's another second-year player. These guys barely got on the field last season. Very important that they're able to progress and get closer to being legitimate players on this Georgia defense. You got some veteran guys, Trez Marshall, Ryan Davis, two others. Look, Mondin and Sori and Dumas Johnson, they could show up, and, and, they, and the coaches would go, wow, those guys are ready to play. But I'm telling you, man, there's going to be drop-off from where these inside linebackers were a year ago. But the question being how much drop-off they're going to find out this spring. So the staff and the team searching for guys to step up, and those are three areas. They're going to need some of these guys to step up. We'll come back, wrap things up. Final segment live in Athens at UGA. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. All right, I was running my mouth too long. It's that James Brown story. Got to get some Piara. Put me over the timeline. Boy, uh, Cellini's going to be upset with me today. Going long. Road dog, you got to keep me on track a little better, man. All right, uh, coming up later this week, we're going to have Josh Brooks, the Georgia Director of Athletics, will be with us on Thursday. And we'll have sit down with Nolan Smith here coming up in a few minutes. Bulldog edge rusher. Going to talk to Nolan, uh, maybe sit down with Kiaris Jackson. Warren Erickson, we'll see how that goes. You'll hear those tomorrow. I've got my bracket challenge done. 
The suit's back at the station. You can relax. And what about Cam Smith? I told you yesterday on the show, DT, at the players that Cam Smith was the guy to keep an eye on. Cameron Smith winning the players yesterday down in the Jacksonville area. That's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show. From here live in Athens at UGA, we got the Kirby Smart Press Conference coming up at noon. Nick and Chris next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 